Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast featuring exclusive content and interviews with leaders in the WordPress community, covering everything from development to integrating your digital marketing strategy with WordPress. Join host David Vogelpohl of WP Engine and special guests from across the community as they keep you up to speed on the latest advancements in WordPress. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. As a reminder, you can follow me on Twitter at WPDavidV. You can subscribe to Press This on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or Spotify, and of course, you can download the latest episodes at WMR. FM. In this episode, we're going to be doing our monthly Word Around the Campfire episode where we cover news and happenings from around the WordPress community. It's been an exciting month. We've got an acquisition by GoDaddy of a WooCommerce extension company, new product launches focused around the WordPress block editor, and then updates coming in WordPress 5.6, including a new theme 2021. Got a little sneak peek of that over the last couple of weeks, so I thought we'd cover that as well. And joining me for this conversation, as always, I'd like to start out by introducing from WP Engine's labs team, Anthony Burchell. Anthony, welcome back to Press This. Thanks for having me. Hello. Awesome. Glad you're here. And also joining us from Torque Mag, Doc Pop- Dr. Popular. I always like shorten it, Doc, because that's how I always talk, call you, is Doc. But I don't mind. I don't mind Doc or uh, Doc Pop. I just don't like Doc Popular or Doctor Pop for some reason. But Doc is fine. 
Doc Popular is bad, but Doctor Popular is okay. Yeah. Okay. We're good there. Got it. That's a that's a strange matrix of uh, proper and improper ways of saying the name. I like that. It's like a like a land landmine of naming conventions. I like it. Um, in any case, uh, on to the WordPress news. What's happening in the WordPress ecosystem? So, if you've been following Press This, we had some really exciting episodes recently. I'd like to mention first. The first was with uh, Gautam Corona. And Gautam talked about his company uh, converting uh, essentially PSDs to WordPress sites at scale. And it was really interesting to hear him talk about the freedom, really, they gave to their designers and developers, where I would have thought it would have been more about the constraints. So that was kind of cool. Also got to connect with his partner, Ryan, a little bit and talk more about that on LinkedIn, run some threads around that episode. That was fun. Um, we also did an episode with Kathy Bosco talking about some of her work with an agency called XWP, who's been working in Google Web Stories. If you've been considering Google Web Stories, they're kind of an interesting new format for the web. Kathy will tell you all about it in that episode. And then we also interviewed Allie Nimmons. Allie's fame comes from a bunch of places. Uh, she works on the diversity team in WordPress Core. She also works with WP Buffs and Joe Howard over there. He's been a prior guest. And she did an episode called Grow Your Technology Business by Leaning Into Diversity. And she was really kind of covering some of the points around having diverse points of view as you plan out your product roadmap and solve problems for customers and have the, how those diverse points of view can actually have a material impact to your business. So that was pretty cool to talk to her about that. So uh, in the rest of WordPress, though... Uh, at least for us, we've been certainly busy on the WP Engine and Genesis side. There was a new plugin we launched recently called Genesis Custom Blocks. It's a free plugin in WordPress.org. And Genesis Custom Blocks allows you to create custom Gutenberg blocks. And uh, one of its big claims to fame, though, is that you can create the blocks without having to learn React. Anthony, you're an engineer. Do you, do you know React? Did you learn JavaScript deeply, like when Matt like told us we all had to? No, I learned JavaScript dangerously. So I know just enough to be dangerous in React. <laughs> oh, that, that's a fun place to be as well. But but probably not. Like By dangerous, you mean you probably don't trust yourself too much to go make a, a production block for a big old website. I'm not yet excited to make a block when, I, when I'm facing that problem. <laughs> all right, all right. So you're still on your journey there. Uh, there actually are some some no React ways to build blocks. One of the more interesting ways I heard was from uh, Nick Croft, uh, Nick the Geek. I think, uh, Doc, you probably run across Nick the Geek here and there, haven't you? Or Nick Croft? Uh, yeah, Nick Croft. I don't think I've heard him called the Geek, but from now on, I think I'll, I'll try that and see how he likes it. That's definitely his uh, NIM, if you will, in Genesis Slack. I think that might even be his Twitter handle. Um, but yeah, he has a method where he actually uses block patterns and he'll use core blocks and then use block patterns to kind of arrange them to essentially make what is effectively a custom block. It was kind of a neat approach, his way of just getting to the problem quickly. Um, Genesis custom blocks uses an interface in WP admin where you can add custom fields. And then as a WordPress developer in languages, you know, and love, you can use PHP, HTML, and CSS to essentially build out the block, but still make it editable within the WordPress editor, uh, which is really cool. Um, ACF blocks, another plugin that does that, but Genesis block custom blocks actually launched, uh, I guess it would be a couple of weeks ago as of the airing of this episode. 
There was also a big acquisition in the WordPress ecosystem. Uh, Talk, did you cover this acquisition by GoDaddy on Torque? Uh, no, we talked about it a little bit on our um, on our uh, social hour live stream, but no, we, we uh, haven't heard about it. This is the uh, well, I, I don't want to Skyver. Yeah, it's it's not that bit that big a surprise. It was all over, <laughs> but uh, yeah, GoDaddy purchased a company called Skyverge, and for those unfamiliar, uh, Skyverge has a variety of WooCommerce extensions that are available in the WooCommerce extension store. They also have a product called Jilt and all of their products are focused on e-commerce and the Jilt product in particular is focused around like marketing automation, like abandoned cart emails and those kind of things. And so that was big news because Skyverge uh, has fairly, is a fairly popular software uh, developer. And of course, GoDaddy's a great big old company. Um, but there was of course, lots of conjecture around how GoDaddy might use that in their e-commerce offerings, uh, but just a really good show there for the folks at Skyverge and congratulate them on that success. Um, we have also seen lots of happenings in the jam world, the headless world of WordPress. Um, it was always interesting. Uh, Matt Mullenweg had did some posts that were basically covered by WP Tavern uh, kind of going back and forth with the, with the Jamstack community a little bit around, you know, what are the technology stacks that are going to kind of rule the day in the future? And it was really interesting to hear both sides. I thought Matt had some compelling arguments. And of course, we've seen uh, Jamstack, uh, JavaScript API and markup uh, technology stack with WordPress used as the store of data, if you will, the backend or the CMS part, but the rendering is essentially done through JavaScript. And we've seen this trend with Jam just start to permeate the web, permeate particularly larger sites. And then also it's kind of gotten into even the coding schools now where a lot of the quote kids coming out of school are kind of learning in this Jam type way. And so there's this big kind of shift and debate in the web. And so a lot of that was covered on WP Tavern. If you want to read more about it, you can actually go check it out there. Uh, Syed Balki actually has a really interesting uh, post on WP Beginner about Jamstack and Headless. And his is uh, also an interesting point of view. You might want to check that out. Anthony? Oh, go ahead, Don. I'm I'm curious. Uh, I'd like to hear y'all's thoughts. So uh, our... is Jam uh, compatible with WordPress or is it competing with? Um, why does it have to be either or? Uh, so from the high level, there's JavaScript applications essentially that render your website on the front end. And they call a, what, I, what I refer to as a store of data, but it's basically the, the CMS layer, which has all the bits and pieces of your website or your content. It then uh, requests that via an API and then uses that and sometimes, of course, will also cache it in order to render the website or the experience that you're building. Now, of course, WordPress in its native form has the REST API. And, uh, of course, a lot of plugins will leverage APIs in different ways as well. So the answer, Doc, is that Jam is kind of, in a sense, independent, except for the notion of using JavaScript for your front end. That's an opinion. But in terms of the APIs it uses to get the data, um, that's more nuanced. So WordPress actually is heavily used in Jamstack um, and by a lot of large brands because it's such a great, you know, quote, store of data, but also because of that CMS experience on the back end. And so to answer your question in more simple terms, um, it's not necessarily this versus that. 
It's just rather that, you know, uh, WordPress itself uh, works with Jam and, and in a lot of cases works really well with Jam. Um, but, you know, using kind of WordPress out of the box is kind of Mullenweg's position in some of these Tavern articles. And so what I personally think we'll see relative to WordPress is a blend. Like there'll be cases where headless and Jam makes sense and people will pursue that strategy, take advantage of the speed, the scale, the security benefits of Jam. And then there'll be other cases where kind of using WordPress core as it is, is the best choice. And that might be for smaller brands or brands that are trying to be more nimble uh, because, you know, there are some constraints with Jam. So it's not necessarily a war, although, you know, obviously when people debate things, they can take strong positions. Mm -hmm. And in a lot of ways, the Jam stack approach is actually complemented by WordPress. Thanks for asking that question, Doc. That was a great question, particularly for those unfamiliar. Um, we're going to get to more of the news, but we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let WebmasterRadio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. WebmasterRadio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. We are in the middle of our episode, Word Around the Campfire, covering news from around the WordPress community. Right before the break, Doc and I were chatting about Jamstack and WordPress and really interesting articles happening over on WP Tavern around that. Uh, but I want to switch gears now. Anthony, what do we call the, uh, what is the plugin that is the feature plugin that is essentially used to make the block editor in WordPress? Gutenberg. Gutenberg, yes. That's not actually the name of the block editor. So if you want to look cool in front of your, uh, your uh, WordPress friends, when you use the editor in WordPress, it's called the block editor. But the plugin that leads up to the block editor, that's called Gutenberg. But anyways, Anthony, what's happening in Gutenberg world? Yeah, so there was an exciting 9.0 release. Um, I forget what day this was on, September 16th. Uh, and in this new release, there's now a query block, which allows you to have search options for your website. Um, I'm pretty excited about it because I, I'm thinking of ways people can like hook into that. So you can put search into all kinds of things, maybe not even uh, like, maybe even like we were talking about Jamstack, right? Um, and also there's a new feature um, that I'm really excited about. Uh, so the, I, I typically have the list view open when I'm writing a post. And, and the list view is that toolbar that kind of gives you a, uh, an outline of all of the elements on your web page or on your, on your post. 
And uh, so now there's going to be the ability to click on those individual items and reorder them, um, which is awesome because I find that the reorder experience on the actual editor is, is, is somewhat hard because you can't see the bottom, you can't see the top of your page, but when you see it in an outline, it's very clear that you can kind of drag things and have more context around it. That's awesome. And uh, what about the navigation views? I was reading about that. Have you had a chance to play with the navigation parts of Gutenberg 9? I have not, but what, what have you found in that? Uh, I have not either tested it, but I know that as we make the march to full site editing um, public beta in version 5.6 at the end of December, the Gutenberg team in general is making progress towards navigation and blocks being used in navigation, of course, as well as the sidebar and the footer, which is why we call it full site editing. Um, so I, I, I was curious if that was what this release note was about, but um, oh yeah, so, so that's exactly what I was talking okay. about. The list okay. view was in that navigation view. I'm sorry, I thought you were talking about navigation as in menu, which kind of shines light on that common confusion of menus versus navigations. <laughs> I know, right, right. So confusing. And then we, I kind of mentioned 5.6, and there's a new theme that's going to be released with 5.6, 2021. And they released some designs over the last couple of weeks. Did you get a chance to thumb through the designs? What was your opinion of the default design for 2020? I love to, I, I, so for me, it, the, the colors always stick out. And I, I really like how they kind of had uh, designs for dark pages, lighter pages. And, and there's like a, a kind of a focus on Van Gogh painting. So I thought that was kind of fun. Um, oh, but yeah, yeah the, I see that here. That's beautiful. They even are going to have a Van Gogh like almost like a color wheel going on here. who knows who knows i i don't think uh van gogh didn't wasn't a jazz musician so it won't be named after van gogh <laughs> oh that's <laughs> a good point was not was not <laughs> i i think one of the uh, things to note about 2021 is um a lot of these themes have a purpose or someone in mind for the theme it's not just a generic blog it might be a blog for restaurants or a blog for theaters or whatever um this particular theme seems to be built for portfolios so i think that's why they're showing uh all, all those van gogh works is because this is designed for photographers and artists and people who want to kind of show uh, art uh, it'll work for anyone but i i think it's kind of cool that that's the theme for for this release i like that i like that i noticed in the five six release of course i knew this was coming but it was kind of interesting to see it there in writing was that they're gonna have what they said a comp they're gonna have a full fse full site editing compatible version of 2021. And I thought that choice of words was really uh, interesting because as we know, themes as we know them will drastically change with FSE, meaning that if you make a theme specifically for full site editing, it will be a different kind of theme than the theme you make today. It doesn't mean all your themes are going to break when FSE is released. They won't. Your sites will still work. But if you're going to build in the FSE way, you're going to be building in a new way. We'll be covering more of that over time on Press This. Um, but just be cognizant of that fact that 2021 will have what they're describing now as you know an FSE compatible version, which again, I'm kind of reading between the lines there, obviously a, a different set of files. So more yeah, to come on that. Okay. Actually, one, one thing to note there, um, if you go to uh, the WordPress GitHub repository, there is a theme experiments uh, repo. Mm -hmm. And inside of that, there are actually examples of what this could look like um, for 2020. So you can actually see those already. Oh, like in the FSE version of 2020? Yeah. Yeah, okay. exactly. That's cool. Yeah, I've seen some example ones before, um, but that's interesting. I didn't know that about 2020. I'll have to check that out. Thank you, Anthony. I'm learning something here. I love this. <laughs> I should listen to this episode more often. 
Um, all right. So that's 2021. And then, oh my goodness, so many people freaked out about this. Facebook and Instagram O-embeds. Uh, yeah. Why were they breaking, Anthony? Or why, are, well, why so will they break? They will be breaking. That's the thing. Uh, so they have been removed now from um, the WordPress's standard list of O-embed uh, sources. Uh, and that's in anticipation of them turning it off. So for the time being, uh, in the newest updates, you're going to see that, that you're no longer going to be able to embed them. But uh, they will still work if you have posts. It's just a matter of when Facebook is going to flip the switch. So, yeah, I guess that's the short version of it. And they have some kind of somewhat elegant workarounds. It's not like if you're using these that your site is going to be totally hosed. I remember them having like a link or something back to the original thread. Uh, but if you're using those uh, O-embed links from Facebook and Instagram, definitely check that out. Um, and October 24th is the date that would start. So just be aware and be prepared. Um, what else we have? Plugin authors. They can opt into confirmation, email confirmation for WordPress plugin updates. Why does this matter, Anthony? Yeah, so this is kind of more of a security measure with uh, auto updates coming to, uh, well, auto updates are already available with, with that feature is runs the risk of if let's say somebody uh, takes over a plugin, they can push updates and that would force that update to go to their customers or to their, their users. So what, what this does now is it sends an email to the administrator of the plugin and allows them to click a button to allow an update to happen so that they kind of just a safeguard. And I've kind of seen this uh, in deploy methods or, or deploy patterns uh, in other pieces of software. So, I think it's the great one. A little two-step validation kind of thing there to make sure the deploy, especially with auto updates on, is going to be well controlled by the plugin author. I got to imagine people really like that when they make plugins. Oh, yeah. All right. Good deal. Next up. Uh, okay. So this is interesting. So there was this article around addressing the theme design problem with Gutenberg's new block-based widget system. Help me understand what's going on there. Yeah, so it's kind of a, a bit of a, and this is sort of like the, the, the growing pains of adopting new, new technology on top of what's been used for, what, 10 years, 12 years. So uh, what this is is kind of a, uh, a view on the, uh, the, the way that you can identify a widget. So sort of there's, there's right now an incompatibility with the way that the markup shows up in the widgets compared to, uh, let's say, the way the widgets have been historically. So it's just a matter of kind of people voicing how they've been using widgets and learning how there's new problems with it. So that's, I guess that's the shortest way I could explain that. All right, great. Well, it sounds like lots of additional reading if our uh, listeners want to dig in, but it sounds like it's kind of nuanced. So that's great. Let's see, where is this article posted at? Which one is this one? This one's in Tavern. WP Tavern. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, so check it out on Tavern. They have a whole article on it. Very good. And and also one little piece of that too is like the uh, uh, the way that the editor works when you select a block, you've got that sidebar to kind of edit the settings of that. So there's sort of like design patterns that need to be worked out and, and user testing to find those. Sure, sure. Anthony, you've been busy. You've been like working in virtual reality. Do I understand this right for WordCamp? I told people this this past weekend at WordCamp Philly. They didn't believe me. So tell, tell yeah, us what I'm you got going the on. Internet. Uh, I've been inside the internet for a few days now, and uh, I'm waiting for someone to let me out. <laughs> does Jen been, know? Uh, Anthony, no. does Jen know? Okay, gotcha. That's an IT so, joke if you haven't seen the show. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so WordCamp ATX, Austin, Texas. Um, we are we are putting on a virtual WordCamp. I'm, I'm one of the uh, 
co-organizers for the event. And I've been building a virtual space, a 3D world inside of the browser where everyone can kind of get together and simulate the hallway track of the event. Um, and I'm going to have live streams of like the two, uh, the two tracks of videos, uh, presenters in two sides of the room to where you can kind of walk around and have like spatial audio, where if you get closer to images, they'll get louder. Or when you get closer to people, they'll get louder. So you can kind of break off and have that same experience of the hallway track where you, where you break into groups and have conversations and network. Um, so I'm really excited about this. It's built inside of uh, a tech, uh, an open source technology called Mozilla Hubs, and uh, we're going to have some crazy custom functionality. We're going to have uh, t-shirts. We're going to do the t-shirt thing. Uh, so you're going to have your, your WordCamp ATX t-shirt on your little avatar as you walk around and network with your friends. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's looking exciting. <laughs> That sounds super fun. I can't wait to experience it. People, when I explained it, we're Camp Philly, were just blown away. Um, I'll be speaking, of course, you know that, on the yeah. Gutenberg and Blocks. So if you want to learn more about that, uh, WordCamp ATX is virtual and free. So go check it out. Uh, and you'll get to experience this wonderful 3D world that Anthony's been working on here. Um, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high-quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. If you're an online marketer who really needs to grow an audience of buyers but can't do all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY Podcasting System. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one -on -one training a weekly podcast for you or your company, distribution to almost every podcast portal, an embeddable player for your website, an ebook called How to Podcast, created for WMR.FM show hosts, and much, much more. And best of all, you'll start seeing results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. We're in the middle of our Word Around the Campfire episode. Right before the break, Anthony Burchell was sharing about the virtual conference experience he built for... Uh, WordCamp ATX, uh, it's virtual and free, so go check it out, WordCamp Austin. Lots of exciting stuff happening there. Anthony, we've talked a, a bit about the, the block editor, of course, this episode, as we always do. 
I was surprised the other day. I saw an article on WP Tavern. The title is WordPress plugin authors should avoid confusing users when naming blocks. And it was brought up to me because a plugin that we had released, Genesis Blocks, was providing a migration path for uh, essentially an older version of that plugin called Atomic Blocks. And the naming structures of the blocks were not, did not have essentially a, a tag on them, if you will, that signified whether it was Atomic Block or Genesis Block or whatever. And what that did was it made it harder for one particular user to do the migration. And I was like, I didn't even know that was a thing that you had to tag the blocks in that way. And it actually wasn't a thing. And that was the point of the article by Justin over there at WP Tavern was to say, hey, look, this causes a problem when this happens and we have no standard. So what should we do to standardize on this? And basically Justin's proposal was that we should you know, tag the blocks if they come from a plugin. So they're easier to discover and manage. Uh, but I thought that was just, uh, it was just, such an interesting experience. It's like, I didn't know that was a thing. And it was like, well, it actually isn't a thing, but it probably should be. Um, so it's really uh, fun to be able to learn that way. And the community is open as WordPress. Um, Doc, I heard there's a call for testing some WordPress apps. What's going on there? So there's a, a beautifully designed WordPress iOS app. Um, and if people heard the last word around the campfire from, from last month, they would have heard about this because Apple uh, threatened the app because the app didn't have in-app purchases. It turns out it was maybe a miscommunication between Apple and WordPress, but it was uh, bad timing for Apple because they were already getting kind of bad press for their public fight with Fortnite. Uh, so um, the, the whole reason that was uh, sort of a, a thing then, the WordPress app, was they were trying to push some updates uh, to the app and were told that they couldn't push anything until they fixed this problem, which ended up not being a problem. Well, they, they finally are working on the app again and there's a new version uh, coming out and they are doing an open call for testers. Uh, this is um, uh, available. I, I, I guess you could just go to the, the wordpress.org and kind of find the article about it. But if you have an iOS uh, device and you are looking to test and help give feedback, uh, you could test out the newest version of this app. I downloaded it today and um, uh, was reminded once again that I have never been able to connect this app to my personal blog, which is the only one I want to connect it to. Well, that sounds like a test. <laughs> Doc, you should, yeah. you should send it back. You te tested, could not connect. That's that's our Screen, screenshotted and and left a detailed error. We'll see. Maybe maybe this is the finally when maybe maybe one of the the feature releases will have a note connects to Doc's blog. Nice, nice. Well, please go out there, test that WordPress iOS app. I also heard you wrote about web stories by Google. You mentioned that earlier from the press this episode. Yeah, yeah. So um, we, we were excited that uh, web stories finally came out last week. Um, web stories is uh, very similar to Instagram stories or Facebook stories. It is uh, portrait mode kind of GIFs or short videos GIFs, with like a little doc. bit of text they're on top. GIFs. Hmm? They're GIFs, I, doc. I, I, yeah, you're breaking up. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. So the, um, <laughs> the uh, uh, basically this brings that format of storytelling to your WordPress post, and it could be kind of seen as its own thing without like any uh, the rest of your site kind of visible, just like uh, a kind of a video or, or, or the story itself, or you can embed it inside a post or on your page or something like that. This is a new experiment by Google, and it's it's just exciting to see them, ex you know, experimenting with WordPress and trying to push you know, interesting new things. Yeah, every time Google experiments with a new format for the web, for content on the web, I think, will they index and show this in a search engine? 
Um, so that's, I think, one of the things most interesting for me around that. But I do think, you know, the story format is super popular on Instagram. So I could see why Google would want to promote that for the rest of the web. Next up, uh, Doc, WooCommerce adds AR support. Oh, I saw this earlier today. This is really cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is, you know, kind of sticking to that experimental theme. Uh, like the days of VCR tapes and attributing photos properly, uh, the days of 2D product photos are coming to an end, according to uh, Kijo, who have developed uh, an AR tool for WooCommerce. Um, so basically you have uh, a 3D photo or image on your site. Uh, if someone's looking at that uh, product on your site, they can uh, click on the AR mode. It opens up the camera on your phone um, and they can kind of move their phone around the room and check and see how that grand piano would, would look uh, inside their house or you know the, the guitar that they've been wanting to buy. Whatever it is that they're looking at on your shop, That's they can awesome. kind of visualize it. Yeah, I was. Uh, I think I mentioned in that same thread with you earlier. I actually bought a chair on Amazon that way last month. Mm -hmm. So it's great to see them bringing that to WordPress. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Doc and Anthony, for joining us and walking through the news. Thanks thank for you. Having us. Awesome. If you'd like to check out more about, uh, if you'd like to check out more about WordPress news and updates in general, you can visit torquemag.io. Again, this has been your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press Yes. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.